Star Wars is returning to theaters again, I think for real this time. We'll talk about it in a bit more detail. This is Geekville Radio number 342, and it starts right after this. Geekville Radio. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, geeks and geekettes. This is Seth, a.k.a. Xandrax, the mayor of Geekville and the host of Geekville Radio. Coming in for episode 342 in your hymnals, you can follow along in the show notes at geekvilleradio.com slash 342. And we're going to be talking all things Star Wars, certainly as far as the future of movies and TV are concerned. We've heard the announcements, we've heard rumors, then we've heard more announcements and more rumors. Different announcements, different rumors, and now hopefully we have the correct announcements and rumors concerning the future of Star Wars on the big screen. Disney and Lucasfilm kicked off the year with the official announcement that Jon Favreau write and direct The Mandalorian and Grogu, and that looks to be the official working title at this point, because if you look at that title on official Star Wars pages and such, you'll see that it is in italics, so that does tend to mean that is a proper title. Could change, of course, but we'll just refer to it as The Mandalorian Grogu for now. You know, T-Mag for short. This will presumably be the finale to the TV show, which, as of this recording, on January 19th in the year of our Lord 2024, has spanned 24 episodes over three seasons. Now, this marks at least four Star Wars films that we know of currently in development, or at least partially in development. One's kind of iffy. We'll get to that in a minute. We did also hear more about Charmin Obeid Chinoy directing what is being referred to as a New Jedi Order movie. That's an unofficial title since it's the period name used for when Luke Skywalker established a New Jedi Order after the events of the films. I think it was like about 15, 20 years after the events of Return of the Jedi. This is, of course, going to be about 10 years after the events of the rise of Skywalker. Now, the reason I didn't kick off with that information is because that is actually old information. Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy actually announced that Charmaine Obechinoy, and again, I hope I'm saying that name correctly, was going to be directing this movie at last year's celebration. They even brought out Daisy Ridley during that announcement. So this is nothing new. We actually knew that she was doing this Ray Skywalker, Palpatine, Kenobi, Jungleheimer Schmidt, whatever her final name turns out to be, depending on what movie we watch. That was already established. She was going to be doing that. Now, the movie will be written by Stephen Knight, who is best known for the TV series Peaky Blinders. No other official details have been revealed other than, again, the movie is going to be about 10 years after The Rise of Skywalker and will depict Ray reestablishing the Jedi. So she's basically going to be doing the stuff that Luke Skywalker did in the EU books. Now, I'm not going to get into the reaction or the fallout and all the stuff of, like that about what was said in that New Year's interview or segment on CNN because I really can't add anything that hasn't already been said. The only thing I'll add is, again, this is nothing new. We've heard about this for months. Now, the third film that we know about has been dubbed Dawn of the Jedi. Again, this is an unofficial title given to an era previously explored in the EU novels and comics. It's, as the name implies, 
the establishment of the original Jedi. This is many thousands of years before the events of the movies. Now, James Mangold will direct and co-write the film with John Ostrander. Mangold's resume includes Logan, Ford versus Ferrari, Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny. So he's got some experience with some epic level movies. I actually think he's a good fit for doing a Star Wars film. Now, Ostrander is probably best known for his contributions to the comic book world, specifically DC Comics. He created the character of Amanda Waller and also the modern incarnation of the Suicide Squad. This is the Suicide Squad that inspired the two feature films. So that's been his contributions. So there's definitely some geek cred there. Again, we don't really know much about it other than this is going to be about how the original Jedi came to be. And finally, that brings us to Dave Filoni's movie. Of course, Dave Filoni is a favorite among the fans. He helped create and run the Clone Wars and Rebels. He's directed and written episodes for The Mandalorian, and he was the showrunner for Ahsoka. He was announced as doing a movie again at last year's celebration. This will presumably tie together and be a finale to all of those shows that we talked about. It'll presumably include characters from The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, and Ahsoka, because he contributed to all three of those series. Now, the reason we may have some skepticism about this one is, obviously, we already got the announcement of The Mandalorian and Grogu. Dave Filoni was promoted to the title of Chief Creative Officer at Lucasfilm, which means he'll be helping develop all Star Wars projects in the future, not just his own movie or TV shows. So just my speculation, but I will put it out there, that it's possible this movie may have been moved to Jon Favreau because Dave Filoni may be too busy working on all these other projects and basically being the what appears to be the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars universe. And if you've listened to the show before, you've heard me say several times, Star Wars needs a Kevin Feige. And I think Dave Filoni's resume certainly fits what we would need for a Star Wars version of Kevin Feige. At this point, we only have three tentative release dates. That's May 22nd, 2026, December 18th, 2026, and December 17th of 2027. So we are talking a minimum two and a half years before any of these pictures see the light of day in theaters. Now, those are the four that we've heard about within the last year. There are other movies out there, but their development is in question. Perhaps most notably, the Rogue Squadron movie. This was announced back in 2020 with Patty Jenkins attached to direct. At the time, Patty Jenkins, I believe, was beginning her work on a third Wonder Woman movie. But once Wonder Woman 3 was canceled because James Gunn is rebooting the DC universe, one would think that would have freed up time for her to do Rogue Squadron, but nothing new has been announced in the last couple of years as far as this movie. Depending on who you listen to, it was shelved altogether or just being retooled. So I don't think we're getting a Rogue Squadron anytime soon. Probably minimum 2026, 2027 for that, if we get it at all. We also know Taika Waititi's movie was announced a while back about the same time as Rogue Squadron. But much like that movie, we've gotten very little since then. Though Kathleen Kennedy did mention around the time of last year's celebration that Taika's movie is also still out there. It's still 
being worked on, but he is just so busy with other stuff. Obviously, he is also involved in The Mandalorian. He's got his own movies that he does for the MCU. We'll see. I mean, I am a little less skeptical about this than I am some of the other movies, such as The New Jedi Order. I know people have said some things that have ruffled some feathers concerning Taika Waititi's style. The thing is, he has gone on record as saying this is going to be all original characters. This isn't going to be linked to anything previously established, at least not directly. This is going to be his own little pocket world in the Star Wars universe, so to speak. So as far as I'm concerned, it gives him more freedom to do what he wants. He's, he's going to be developing his own stories, his own characters. Thus, he won't be changing anything we think may have been established in the previous canon. So if the movie stays to itself, I really won't have too much of a problem with anything done on a creative basis. Doesn't necessarily mean I'll like the movie. It's just I can understand and be more forgiving of something like that, where it's just its own little pocket. If he's doing episode 10 and starts blaring Jethro Tull music, you know, then we'd, we'd have more of a problem if it came to that. But I don't think we're going to get that. We're probably going to get his signature goofy humor, but I don't think we're going to get anything that's going to infringe on the established canon. Another name out there that's ruffled some feathers, Ryan Johnson. I mean, he was announced as getting his own trilogy, I think, right after Last Jedi came out. And we've heard very little, if anything, about that since. That's what, uh, seven years ago now. Now, cancellation was never confirmed, but Ryan Johnson is working on another Knives Out movie. And as I always say, whenever I talk about Ryan Johnson, Knives Out's a great movie. If you like or hate Last Jedi, give Knives Out a chance, because that is proof that he is a very good filmmaker. Not going to get off on a tangent. I don't think he was the best fit for Star Wars, but he is a good filmmaker in his own right. But what I'm getting at is, even if he is still doing his trilogy, it's going to be after this third Knives Out movie is released. And so we're talking several years before we even get the first movie in that trilogy. There was also a project announced for J.D. Dillard and Matt Owens. These guys are mainly known for doing stuff in the Netflix Marvel series as well as Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, this doesn't look like it ever got much traction. The reports have said that it would have been about the planet Exegol, the Sith planet that we saw in Rise of Skywalker. But given that we've heard so little about this, even in the years since there was rumors about it, I think it's a pretty safe bet this one's done. I don't think we're going to see this one. And one that we know we're not going to see based on new information it was confirmed that the David Benoit D.B. Weiss movie was canceled because they signed a big money deal with Netflix. So they'll be doing stuff for years to come on Netflix. But they did reveal that they would have done another Dawn of the Jedi story. So it looks like whatever project they had in their minds, obviously maybe not directly, creatively, that's going to be the type of movie that James Mangold is going to create. I'm not saying that those two will have anything to do with it, but just that it's a similar subject. It's about the establishment of the Jedi thousands of years before the movies, and we'll just have to wait to see how well that one plays out. I'm going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, we're going to dive into the TV end of things. This is Geekville Radio, and we'll be right back. Attention all Time Lords and Ladies. This message is being sent by Lady President Romana and the High Council of Gallifrey. Geekville Radio presents Examining the Doctor. 
join Mark and Seth as they bring their signature blend of knowledge and humor about everybody's favorite Time Lord, The Doctor. From Hartnell to Whitaker, Examining the Doc provides episode commentaries for favorite and not-so-favorite Doctor Who stories. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, GeekGoRadio.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. All right, we are back shifting gears to the TV side of things. Most of this stuff, of course, will be airing on Disney Plus at some time in the future. We'll talk three big ones because there's those are the three that we know we're going to be getting this year. That'll be Acolyte, Skeleton Crew, and the third season of Bad Batch. And then we'll talk three others, which we may or may not be getting this year. So kicking it off, the Acolyte, this is the one that I think has the most intrigue for me personally, because not only is this going to be the first live action series to be in the High Republic era, but it is also going to be the first canon live action series to focus on the Sith. Obviously, there have been a lot of comics, a lot of books over the years that have told stories about the Sith, most of them, of course, in the old EU. But this will be kind of cool to see things from the bad guy point of view. Carrie Ann Moss of Matrix fame will be probably the most known actor in this. I actually think she's a perfect fit for Star Wars because you know, just look at her geek cred with not just Matrix, but with her work in the MCU stuff, especially with the, you know, she was in the Netflix series. You know, she was in the Daredevil series, I believe. The showrunner, Leslie Headland, revealed that the show will portray how things get to the point, or at least how we can see how things got to the point where the Sith could infiltrate the Republic without the Jedi noticing, because I think that is kind of a big thing that a lot of people have asked over the years, how these Sith Lords could be rubbing elbows with people in the Senate and the Jedi and not have any Jedi know that this is happening. I have my own theory with that. It basically involves tunnel vision by the Jedi, but we don't really have the time to get into that. It's also been said that this will show Jedi in fancier costumes than the standard brown robes we're used to seeing. And it's also worth mentioning, and I I hope I'm not butchering his name again, but Junus Sotamo, who is best known for being Chewbacca in the sequel trilogy and in the Solo movie, he will portray another Wookiee not named Chewbacca. Although if this is 100 years before the prequels, technically Chewbacca would still be alive, but I would imagine he'd be the Wookiee version of a teenager. But that's Acolyte. We are getting that this year. I don't think there's been any official trailers for it, but I will definitely be seeking that one out. That sounds pretty interesting. Next one that sounds like it would be for the generation or two behind me. It looks like it'll be right up the alley for this generation's kids, and that is Skeleton Crew. This has been referred to as the Star Wars version of Goonies. Jude Law leads the cast, and again, I think he's a perfect fit for Star Wars. He's got geek cred out the wazoo. He's going to be probably the best-known actor in it. Another adult actor is Jaleel White. Yes, that Jaleel White, the Urkel from Family Matters. He will be a part of the movie. I don't think it's been revealed, though, what his character will be. John Watts, director of Spider-Man No Way Home, he will serve as showrunner. So I'm assuming that means he will be writing and directing the lion's share of the episodes. And 
that has been confirmed. I believe that this will be again this year at some point. There was a trailer shown at last year's celebration. It hasn't hit the internet yet, but I think the fact that they actually were able to put together a trailer would seem to imply that it is closer to being released than the Acolyte is. And of course, we are getting the third and final season of The Bad Batch. Anybody who knows me or has heard me talk about Star Wars for any length of time knows that I love The Bad Batch. It's one of my favorite things about the Disney era. And we will probably see the final fate for most of the clone troopers, not just Clone Force 99, The Bad Batch themselves. But I think we'll kind of see what might have happened to the majority of clone troopers because it's deals with the fallout of Revenge of the Sith. Now, some of these that are in development have no way of knowing when they'll be out. Some of them possibly maybe later this year, but it looks like it'll be 2025 at the earliest. We got the second season of Tales of the Jedi. The only thing we know about this is that it's happening. That's really the only official word that I've seen. And of course, I'm open to correction at geekvilleradio.com or the social media, Geekville Radio, where it goes could be anywhere because a lot of these episodes were anthology stories. They were dealing with like young Dooku, young Qui-Gon, young Ahsoka, all prequel era characters. I don't know if we'll get classic era stuff. Maybe we'll get High Republic era. I think that's the most likely is we'll probably get characters in the High Republic era because that seems to be where the concentration has been on Star Wars projects. We also know we are getting Ahsoka Season 2. I'm assuming that will set up the events of Dave Filoni's feature film, assuming that is not going to be the Mandalorian Grogu. I seem to have liked Ahsoka more than most. i anxiously looking forward to this season. I'm assuming it's not going to be around till 2025. And that also looks to be the case for the second season of Andor. That's seen plenty of delays. It actually started production, I believe, around the time season one started airing last year. And the thing is with Andor is they were using a lot more conventional filmmaking techniques. They were making sets, making props. It wasn't filmed in the volume like a lot of the other Star Wars stuff. So it was more heavily affected by the strikes in Hollywood than a lot of the other projects were. Because there's just more unions, more people involved in that. I believe I, it is starting back up in production, but looks like the chances of seeing Andor Season 2 will be slim this year. Looks like we'll see it in 2025. But we know we got four movies coming, and we got three series this year. Three more to come in probably the following year. That looks like it will set the pace for Star Wars for the next three and a half years, basically to the end of the 2020s. That may seem like a far time off, but boy, with the way time flies, sometimes I think these shows and these movies will be here before we know it. So that's going to wrap up this look at Star Wars projects. This has been Geekville Radio. You can find us at geekvilleradio.com. Look for the name Geekville Radio on the podcast player of your choosing. You can find us all over the place, wherever you find great and possibly not so great podcasts. We're all over Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, you name it. Just do a search for Geekville Radio. You'll find this show as well as all of our spinoff shows, Examining the Doctor, 
where myself and Mark Short discuss Doctor Who and do commentaries on episodes. Examine the Dead, myself and Crazy Train talk the world of horror. The Lesser Known Geek Hall of Fame, where we talk some of the, well, lesser known icons in the world of geeks that might have inspired some of the legends. And we have the Nostalgia Trip, where, as the name implies, we talk about pop culture from yesteryear. You can find those shows on the podcast catcher you're choosing. Give us a review. Give us a follow. Give us a rating. Let us know what you think. I'm always looking for ways to improve these shows. So the only thing I ask about feedback is just be honest. I, I definitely welcome any feedback, especially when it's honest. So that's going to wrap up this episode. Going to shut down the power here in the Geekville Radio Studios. And we'll talk to you folks sooner rather than later. Take care. Geekville Radio is not sponsored or endorsed by any products or services unless specifically stated. The views expressed by the hosts and or guests do not reflect the views of GeekvilleRadio.com, the Wrestling Brethren podcast, family, or any of their affiliates. Some media used in Geekville Radio is the product of their respective copyright holders, all rights reserved.